Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you so much for listening to Life Point. I'm Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you're listening today. And you're thinking, that's a weird start. Yeah, it kind of is. My mind was all sorts of things. They were just shutting the door to my office, and I just thought, well, i got to get rolling because i got to get these guys out of here. They want to go home, and I'm doing this in late afternoon. And so here we go. But I want to talk today about preparing for victory. I'm going to talk today and tomorrow about preparing for victory. And most of you know because you hear all my stories that I was a coach for years, and I and I enjoyed that very much. It was a big part of my ministry early on. Great things, uh, great doors got opened through that, and I loved it. It's kind of a part of my DNA, and sports is kind of a um, – part of my DNA too. But so I like victory. I like talking about victory and and we're going to share a few things today. So would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for their dedication. Thank you for them listening to Christian radio. And Lord, I pray you just touch them today. And Lord, when we think about victory, I pray that we would realize that we have great victory in you. And you provide us the, the tools to live, and you help us on a daily basis. And, Lord, I pray today you give us strength. And, Lord, you lead our people and lead everyone that, that so desires to follow you. And if they don't, that they would. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I get some encouraging letters from time to time from different folks. And uh, I get a letter. I got a letter the other day from a guy named Zane out here in Boise. And, and it was just it's so nice to know that he listens to the radio and uh, and follows what's going on. And I hope that he will, uh, if he's listening today, that, boy, he'll prepare his life for victory because he's got a great future in front of him. But, you know, our lives are so vital to God, and he wants us uh, to be prepared to be able to live in this world and to live the way he wants us to live. But when you think of victory, a lot of times you think sports, you know, and I, I can't help to think about Boise State's win over Oklahoma, you know, way back in 06 when they were at the Fiesta Bowl. And I was at that game and depressed because we had a fourth and 17 and it felt, felt like it was the game was over, time was running out, and then they threw that flea flicker and it went for a touchdown and everything erupted, everything changed, and all of a sudden uh, it was ready to go. But when I think about that play, I mean, it's one of the greatest plays in the history of uh, college football. But when I think about that play, I remember Peterson, Coach Peterson, saying that they prepared those boys for circumstances just like that. They had gone over and over that play. And just at the right moment, they used it, and it just happened to work to perfection. You know, we folks in our lives, we need to prepare for victory. Prepare to win at all costs. Too many times we look at the dark side of things. I mean, I do it. You do it. We all do it. A good for instance is we might have a real good month in church, in our church budget. And I'm, yay, praise God, that will help cover the lousy months. What kind of talk is that? That isn't preparing for victory. That is waiting for defeat. If you read the New Testament, you see Jesus preparing the disciples for victory, preparing them to bring in the spiritual harvest. And folks, that's what we should be about. We should be about bringing in the spiritual harvest, helping change the world for Jesus Christ. We need to make plans for victory. Plan on be victorious. I got one of my very best friends in the world. He's a very successful businessman. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the man plans on victory. 
he prepares for victory, and he is very, very victorious. God has blessed him over and over again, and he's taught me many principles. And he's always getting on me. If I start talking negative about something, he's always saying, look, look to the bright side. And my daughter, she's the queen of that. She's tremendous at saying, Dad, look, think positive. You know, and I, I just... I'm, I'm learning. I'm not the master of that. Well, let's read 2 Kings. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 through 7, and you'll be familiar with this story, I think. It said, The wife of a man from a company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his uh, creator, excuse me, his creditors, is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out with your, you and your sons and pour oil into all the jars. And as she is, and each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring another one. But he replied, There is no more jars. Then all the oil stopped flowing. She went out and told the man uh, the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Amazing story, a miracle, miraculous story, a story of obedience. Here this woman, she was defeated. She was defeated. Oh, my husband left me. The creditors are coming. They're coming to take my sons and slaves. How many times have we been like that, too, that we get so discouraged? My car is in the shop. I don't have money to fix it. I hardly have money for groceries. You can't believe my dental bill this month. Sounds like me sometimes. I've been there, too. I think we've all been there. You wonder if she would have said, Lord, I'm going to make the most of this, and I'm going to get these bills paid, my boys are going to help me, what the case might have been. All she had was a small jar of olive oil. The prophet Elisha told her to go ask her neighbors for empty jars, and don't just ask for a few. See, I see the think big in this example. How many times do we think big? We are the ones who limit God. Did you hear me, folks? We are the ones who limit God. Well, I don't think God would do that for me. I don't think God can provide all that. He's not going to be able to reach my need. My needs are too great. Have we forgot that he owns a cattle on a thousand hills? And he is anxious to do powerful things in our lives. He wants to show us his power, his strength. He wants us to have faith to believe. Well, they brought the jars in. And he told them to go start filling them with oil. Many would say, we don't have any oil. That makes no sense. When God is in charge, things make sense. Let me repeat that. When God is in charge, things make sense. They went back and filled all the bottles. And there was, man, there was no more to fill. They paid enough to pay all their bills and had money left over. Can you believe that? Sure you can believe it. Why? Because God is in the center of it. When God is in the center of your life, when you are trusting him with everything you have, he will open doors. He will pave the way. When things look bleak, he will turn things around. But he wants us to have a positive attitude. He wants us to prepare for victory. Victory is an inspiration to others. 
I heard of a famous pastor of our day who was holding a leadership seminar, kind of like what we do. We we were involved in the leadership summit for years, you know, and, and there was a couple in their 90s, and they raised their hand and asked the pastor what what they can do to be a leader in their 90s. The pastor said this, couple looking, uh, they said they were a really good-looking couple, tremendous, beautiful skin, full of life and excitement. He told them, you are doing something right now. You are inspiring people by being here and looking incredible and desiring to continue to serve. You are walking and living an example of preparing for victory. Isn't that something? Those people, the older people, are saying, look, I want to be a part. You know, in in my church, one of the greatest active groups, I mean, when I say my church, the church I pastor, is one of the greatest active groups is our seniors group. They're an amazing group. I mean, they want to do all sorts of things. I have a special thing. They're the first to volunteer. They are there. Our Tuesday morning, we have a Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock meeting for those people. Pastor Gary Moore leads that. That group is huge. They had almost 50 here the other day that they come together and, and spend an hour learning about things of God and having fellowship. But I'm telling you, when there's something out there that needs done, they're some of the first to step up. Many people, when they start getting older, feel they have no purpose anymore. You know, I had a man uh, years ago, he was 96, and he ran a retreat center, and he continued to touch lives, and his name was George Stuckberry. And George touched my life powerfully and our church's life. And, you know, and, that, man, I tell you what, this man, he was an amazing. He, had a, he was a spiritual boost to us because he continued to make his life count. He said, man, I've got a ministry to fulfill. I want to bring kids. I want to bring people to our house that God provided for us in Idaho City and provide this ministry. And you know what? He understood what victory is about. We must prepare for victory. Start looking and asking God, what can I do to make a difference in someone else's life? You are never too old for victory. Some of you folks that are older and listening to me today, you are incredible cooks. I know because I go to some, I think the second Tuesday of every other month, they have a potluck with this older group in our in our church. And man, I tell you what, they make the greatest food. Those, those, that food is so good. I love being a part of that potluck if I, can, if I could be there for that. But you're never too old to do something, never too old to be victorious. Whether it's writing cards, I had people send me cards all the time. They would send me, thank you, Pastor, for being our pastor. We, it was always encouraging. They were older folks, but their gift was sending cards and encouraging people. We could always do that. There's something to be done by all of us, whether we're 10 20, 40, 60, or even 96 years old. God has something in store for us. And I tell you what, if we would just be willing, you know, we have to be willing uh, to step out and step up and say, God, use me for your glory. So wherever you're at today in your life, whatever your situation is, maybe you're so busy, you're working 55 hours a week, and you say, Pastor, I don't have time uh, to step out and make a difference. Oh, yes, you do. Start preparing for victory. Stop saying you don't have time. Start saying, yes, I have time. I have this one hour that I'm going to donate every single week to a cause. Think of a way that you can make a difference. Touch someone's life. Start developing a relationship with somebody. Maybe you should go down to Awakenings Coffee Shop and sit in there and meet some people and, and get to know and, and lead 
and talk about the Lord. Maybe you should stop by the Sonic and get yourself a burger and get to know those people. I developed a relationship with the owner of with one of the managers of Sonic and started to come to my church. It was because I developed a relationship. Well, God wants to use you, and we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Lord bless you. Have a great, great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.